is hope okay. and wait and see. Great. Okay. Recording in progress. Yevokatov, today's daf is daf Lamed Vav in Sota. <clears throat> daf Lamed Vav at the top of the page. First, the first top line. Bo the day they entered Eretz Yisrael, in the time of uh, Yeshua, uh, Yeshua brought them in. How many miracles were performed that day? Over Yisrael Siyadah, number one, they miraculously passed through the Jordan River on dry land. As we saw the Kohanim, when they stepped in with the Aron, the, the, uh, the, sea, the uh, Jordan River split for them, and they were able to go over dry land. And they came all the way to Hagrizim and Areva, where the curses and the blessings were made. Yes, Mishishamel, more than 60 miles. These are long miles, not our miles. And uh, they, were, uh, they were able to travel all that in one day. No, none of the people, none of the, uh, of the, of the uh, people who were uh, resident in the land at the time, the indigenous people, none of them were able to stand up against the Jews. Whoever stood in front, stood to try to stop them, immediately, uh, his bowels were loosened. That was, he was terribly, he was terrified. My, my fear I will send in front of you. I will, I will mix up the people that you come among. That you come among. In other words, those people will be confused and they will be, uh, they will be uh, disjointed and they won't be able to stand up against you. As we say every day in, in, in the Shira. The, uh, the terror and the fear will fall upon these people. Until your nation will pass through. That's when they came in at the time of Yeshua. That's the second time when they came in at the time of Ezra. And the second, uh, the se- when they started the second commonwealth. So uh, both times they were coming. But the fact is that we're comparing the first. When he says, as if to say that they are similar, the first entrance in Territ Yisrael and the second one. So we see from here, says the Gemara, you see from here, the Ruyin HaYisrael Laslam Nesbev Yerushana, there was, the, the uh, Jews were uh, fit for a miracle to perform for them in the second time when they came in the time of Ezra, Kibir Rishonah, when they came in the time of Yoshua, there were Nisim performed for them, they crossed the Red Sea miraculously, they crossed the Jordan River miraculously, they were fit really to have Nisim performed for them, and they could have come in, so to speak, against the will of the of the nations at the second time. Also, because of the sins that they uh, that they committed during the time of the first temple, they were they lost the ability to come up on their own um, and at the second temple. And when they came up this, for the second commonwealth, and they were only able to come up with the permission of Cyrus, as we know, they were only able to come with permission. They weren't able to do it. On their own, they weren't able to fight against the other nations. They had to wait for permission of the other nations. After that, after now, go back to the story of Yeshua when they came to Yeshua. They brought the stones of Bonosvech and they built the altar there. When they came to Yeshua, and they plastered it. Because Vilim is called Devar Torah, and they wrote Devar Torah, Shivim Lash in the seventy languages. Shenemar Ba'er Hatev explain it well, meaning in all seventy languages. We saw yesterday the Goyim didn't have the ability to read the, to to have it in seventy languages, and they had to peel it off or or read for, read the, the Hebrew on on the ones that that they saw on the on the original stones. But uh, when they came to Eretz Yisrael, they wrote it in seventy languages. Vehelu Olos and they brought Karbonos. 
burnt sacrifices and peace offerings. They ate and drank for some who, and they rejoiced to Baruch who killed, and they did the brachas, they did the blessing and the curses. This is when they came there to Israel. Then they dismantled the stones, they peeled them off, and they came and they rested them or put them down in Gilgal. You will carry them with you. Put them in the, in the hotel where you're going to stay there. Maybe in every in every lodging place that they had to pass through. Only the first night. The first night they put the stones over there. That was the instructions that Hashem gave them, and that's what they did. Again, they wrote the they wrote the Torah in seventy languages on the stones. Dismantled the stones. Dismantled the peeled off the plaster. Dismantled the stones and brought the stones to Gilgal. That they took, they will place in Menachem in Gilgal. When they came into Israel, no hornets accompanied them. Uh, hornets is a sign of destruction. I will send the hornet in front of you, so to speak, to defend you and, uh, and you know, proactively fight against the Goyim. So they did apparently, the Tzira, the hornets did did precede them. The hornets stood at the edge of the Jordan River, and threw their venom, and blinded the eyes of the Goyim, above, meaning their eyes are above the top part of their body, and castrated them below uh, in their in their genitals. And I destroyed the Amori tribe of Nahum from in front of you, Asher Kagova Rosim Gavo, whose height was as great as cedars, the Chasonu Kalonim, and they're mighty as oaks. These are strong people, Vashmid, Pirim, Mimal, Mitachas. And I destroyed his fruit from above, that means the eyes, his eyes, I blind them, Mitachas, and his roots from below, that would be the genitals where they were castrated. So, so one answer to this question is that Bryce has said that the Tzira, the hornets, did not come in with them in Teretz Yisrael. The other we says for Shalach Yisrael So he said, no, they didn't come in Teretz Yisrael. They stood on the on the bank of the Jordan, threw their venom against the Goyim and this, and blinded them and castrated them. Rapapamar Sheitzirasavit. Now there were two different sets of hornets. Chada de Moshe, Chada At the time of Moshe, one was Moshe, one was Yeshua. The Moshe lover, Moshe's did not pass through. It says Moshe's did not come in. The Yeshua over. When it says Vishalachti Sashilfanecha, that's going on Yeshua's that they did come in Territ Israel, the Hornets did precede them and protect them. Now the um there there were um we learned before that the six tribes came up on Hargrizim, and six tribes went up on Harevo. And Hargrizim they said the Bracha, they said the Brachas towards Hargrizim and the curses towards Harevo. How did they do the curses? The Kohanim and Levim were below. The, the Levim surrounded the Kohanim who, who had surrounded the Aram. And they lifted up their voices towards Hargrizim and they said the Brachas. And then the other ones, the, and then they uh, lifted up their voices, turned, turned towards Harevel and did the Klolos. Now, um, which tribes were on Hargrizim and which on Harevel? So the Pusik says, the Pusik says, Rashi quotes it on the Bays, even though it should have, it's really Duran over here. Um, the the Seder and Hargrizim Rashi says about ten lines down on Amid Beis Shimon Levi Huri Sacher Yosef and Yamin were Hargrizim and Haravel is Reuven God Vasher is Vul and Don Naftali sort of a mixture it's not exactly in birth order not according to uh, not not it's not all Leah's kids that was the order Shimon Levi Huri Sacher Yosef and Yamin we'll talk about Levi because Levi was really below 
So when it says Hashem and Levi was on high reason, they weren't really, Levi was not on high reason, they were below, uh, surrounding the Kwanim. And Hareva was Reuven God, the Asher, Zvulun, Don, and Naftali. That was high reason. Now the Gemara, so the, the, the Pusik in Yeshua says, Chetzio is reviewing really what took place, what, the, the, what they were commanded in the Chumash, in the Torah. And then in Yeshua it says that half of them, half the tribes were in Hagrisim. The Hachetzio and the other half were in Hagrisim. That Lushan is strange. It says Chetzio. It should say Chetzio or Chetzio. And then it says Vehachetzio, the other half. But it says it with a hey, Vehachetzio. What does that mean, Vehachetzio? Amr of Khan, Rav Khan says it's time to teach you the following. Kader Shaluk and Khan, just like they are, they're just like they are split up here in Hagrisim and Haravo. That way, Khan Chaluk and Bab they're also split up on the Eifa that way. There were two stones on the Eifod. That's the apron that the Kohen uh, wore, the Kohen Gadol wore, the Eifod. We're not talking about the 12 stones of the Choshim. We're talking about the two stones of the Eifod. The two stones of the Eifod had six tribes written on one and six tribes written on the other. So, so Rav Kana says, which tribes were, how were they split on the two stones of the Eifod? The same way that they were split on our Grisim and our Eifod. Moshe, welcome to your camera. Your camera's working now, I see. That's good. Okay, so you know, we see. It's working now. It's working now. Good, good. Okay, so um, <clears throat> so Rav Kana said that the way they're split up on Hagriz and Harevel, the way the Torah prescribes them to be, that's how, that's how they were split up on the Aphod. Okay, the same way. That's what Rav Kana says. But now we're going to have a kasha on Rav Kana. Mesve. Shevon Tavos Hayilola Koyingola. Koyingola had two great stones on his shoulder. Yes. On the shoulders, right? On the shoulders, on the shoulders, on his shoulders, right? On his shoulders, which were on which the aphod, the aphod was sitting on his shoulders, and that was and that was and the stones were sitting on on the aphod, which were on his shoulders. Okay, so one on each shoulder, uh, one on one one side, one side on the on the other side. And the twelve, the names of the twelve tribes are written on them. Shisha eleven zuvah shisha six on one six on the other. Okay, that's all. Shenemar shisha mishmosam eleven. It says six of their names in describing these two stones. Six six the names of six tribes were on one stone and six on the other. It says shisha mishmosam eleven echas. The shisha mishmosam al sheven asheni kitoldosam. It says a kitoldosam. It says kitoldosam according to their birth. Now it says that after the second one. So you could read it, you could read it, it's all in their birth order, but the Gemara doesn't say that. The second stone had had it in birth order, but not the first one. The first one was not in birth order. Why? And because Yehuda was revealed. Now take a look at Rashi on this page, seven lines from the bottom of Rashi. So Rashi tells you, what do you mean? The, shisha, the second stone had the last six to be born in birth order. Who are they? God, Asher. Look at Rashi, seven lines from the bottom of the page. God, Asher, Yisachar, Zvun, Yosef, That was the birth order. That was the birth order. The last six, numbers 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. That's, how they, that's what the second, the second stone had them in birth order. God, Asher, Yisachar, Zvun, Yosef, Binyamin. Right, Binyamin, we know, was the, was the baby. That was the second one. But the first one, it says, that's what Gemara says. Gemara says the second one was in birth order, but the first one wasn't exactly in birth order. Why? It was almost in birth order with one exception, Yehuda. Then he goes on, Rashi goes on to say, Truth is, we have Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Dun and Naftali. Reuben, Shimon, Levi were the first three we know. Dun and Naftali were number five and six, and Yehuda was number four. But Yehuda was out of order. Yehuda was there first before the other five. So, 
the second stone was in perfect birth order from 7 through 12. The first stone had birth order except for one exception. Yehuda number four was was taken out of his was taken out of the order and put in number one. That's what the Gemara says back in the Gemara, two lines from the bottom of the page. Yehuda Muktam, Yehuda was placed first. Okay, that's what the first opinion over here says. That on the two uh the two shoulders, the two stones on the eight foot on the two shoulders, this clearly is not the order of Hargris and Maharevo. Hagrizim Revel, we mentioned before, is listed on Ahmed Bey's in Rashi, and of course it's in the Chumash. Um, was not disorder at all, wasn't birth order at all. And here it's almost birth order, except for Yehuda, which was taken out on the first stone. Okay, so this certainly doesn't go um, like, like Rav Kana said. We'll see. There were 50 total letters. All the letters of the 12 tribes was comprised 50 letters. Twenty-five letters on one, twenty-five letters on the other, and the way Rashi describes them here, on as I said on Rashi on this page, it does come out that order, twenty-five and twenty-five. But the Gemara is going to ask about that. The Gemara is going to deal with that later on. First, we're dealing though with Rav Kana, because Rav Kana said that the order on Hagrizim and Harevol is the same order in the Eifod. The first opinion here says no. The second opinion also says no. Rav Chinina ben Gamliel, Rav Gamliel says another opinion as to the order of the. The names on the two uh, stones on the ephod, where I'm at base now. He says, not the way they're described in Chumash Kibir, in the beginning of Ben Midbar, where they're described there six and then the following six, Babne Ephod. That's the way they're described in the beginning of Ben Midbar, is not the way they're split up on Babne Ephod. In Shmos, the second Chumash, the way they're described there, that's how they're, descri- that's how they're split up on the two stones. What do we mean by that, Ketzad? B'nei Le'a Kisidron, the beginning of Shmos, it tells us, Elishmos, take a look at Rashi in the third line of Rashi. Elishmos, Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Yudav, Right? Those are the names, not the order, but that's really the, who, what, what are they? Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Yudav, are whom? Those are all the sons of Leah, right? Yisachar and Zvulun weren't born fifth and sixth, but they were all, they were the fifth and sixth of Leah's. Remember first, Rachel gave her maidservant, and, uh, you know, Shiva put, then, then Leah gave hers, and then afterwards, um, the, uh, then afterwards, Leah had two more Yisachar and Zvulun, and then we had Yosef and Binyamin. So, that's the order of Leah. Leah, we know, had six, gave birth to six. Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Yudah, Sachar, and Zvulun. B'nai Rachel, B'nai Rachel, who were Yosef and Yamin, Echad Mikan, Echad Mikan, they, uh, they were, they bookended the four of the Shvach, of the Shvachos. Rashi points them out again, uh, them. B'sheni binyamin don naftali god va'asher Yosef. Again, binyamin and Yosef were the beginning and the end on the on the second stone, and the four sons of the two shvachos don naftali god va'asher were in the middle there. That's what he said. The Gemara back in the Gemara. B'nei Rachel echad mikan echad mikan u'b'nei shvachos me'emza. Okay, well, okay. So according to this, dealing with this opinion, uh, the second opinion as to what was written on the ephod of Chinim and Gamliel. So what, what does he do with the word toldosam? Elamayani mekayim kedoldosam. Dosam sounds like their birth order. Like the first opinion over here, that it was a perfect birth order except for Yehuda. But now we're not going with birth order. We're going with the, sin, kids, the sons of Leah were on one stone, and the sons of Rachel and the two Shvachos were on the other stone. So what is kedoldosam? Kishmos and Shekar Levian. Kedoldosam doesn't mean their birth order. It means like the way they were named at birth by their father. Not the way Moshe described them later on. What do we mean by that? Reuven, Reuveni. When Shimon described, when Moshe described the, the tribes later on, he said, Reuveni. 
but when when it's, when uh, the mother called a Reuven or the father uh, Yaakov called him Reuven, he said Reuven, not Reuveni. That's when you kid told us some Reuven v'lo Reuveni, Shimon v'lo Shimoni, Don v'lo Dadoni, God v'lo Agadi. That's what we mean by kill those some. But the point is over here that both these opinions do not say that the order of Hagrizim and Harevel was the order on the Eifel. Tiyufta Rav Kana because both these opinions go against Rav Kana. We have two Tanam over here, which say one says it's the it's the birth order except for Yehuda, and one says it's the order of lay on one side, and the other three mothers of the six other tribes are on the other one. That's not what Rav Kana said. Rav Kana said that the order of the Eifod is exactly the order of Hargrizim, which is Shemalevi Yudah Yisachar 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 on one, and Harevel was Reuven Gadvashah's wound on Aftali. So it's a kash on Rav Kana, Tifta Rav Kana, Tifta. So we have two opinions, two final opinions as to what the order was on the Eifod, neither which is like Rav Kana. Velamai, v'hachetzio. So what does Vachetzio do? If you tell me, we said before, Vachetzio, oh, so tell me that just like they are split up on Hargrizim and Eifod, that's how they're split up on the Eifod. To tell you, the Chetzio, the other half, the other half, the same half that's written over here on, the, on one stone here, that's how they're written on the Eifod. Uh, the, uh, the way, I mean, rather, the way they're described, the way they're split up on Hargrizim and Eifod is the way that they're put on Eifod. What does Hachetzio teach me? What is that Lushen? To tell you that the one on our Grisim were greater, there were more on our Grisim than on our Evel. That's a bigger half. is going on the half of our Grisim. There were more Jews, more people on our Grisim than our Evel. Why? Because Levi was below. And Levi was on our Grisim. Right? Levi was on our Grisim. Hargrizim Shimon Levi Yudah. Halevi was on Hargrizim, and therefore there's more there. What kind of sense does that make? What do you mean? Nesha Levi Lamata. Hargrizim Baruvichetz Shalevev. Nesha Levi Lamata. Because Levi was below. What does that mean? Adarava. Nesha Levi Lamata Batsulu. Levi, which was supposed to be in Hargrizim, wasn't really in Hargrizim. They were below, surrounding the Kohanim. They were between the two mountains. So what do you mean? Because Levi was below. Therefore, there's more on Hargrizim. Just the opposite. There were only five tribes on, on Hargrizim because Levi was below. Even though Levi was below, that's what we mean to say. Even though Levi was below, even though Levi was below, even though Levi was below, so you would think there were less on Hargrizim because Levi was one of the ones on Hargrizim, but it wasn't really on Hargrizim. They were on... They, they were below. Shenem, uh, even though they were below, but, but, but Yosef were with them. Yosef were, were, were on Hagrizim, and they were one of the tribes, and Yosef was, a, there were a lot of people. Shenem, Yosef as Yoshua. They spoke to Yoshua Lamar. Why did you just give me one Nachla of a Chevalechad, one strip of land? Vani Amrav, we're a lot. Yosef was, we had, was the biggest tribe in terms of number of people. We, had to, we have so many people. It's not enough for us to give us just a regular nachal. We need more. If you're a great mission, you need more people. I'll tell you, you need more land. Go into the forest. Cut down the forest. You got a lot of people. You got a lot of, you got a lot of contractors and, and help and, and workers. So build yourself some more cities in the, you know, carve out for yourself some more cities in the, in the forest. That's what he told them. 
Amalachem, but he really told them this. That's the Pashup Shat. The Drosh was Amalem. If you're a lot of people, go hide yourself in the forest. So the the evil eye shouldn't have dominion over you. Go hide in the forest. That's what he told them. Amalei, don't worry, but we don't have that problem. Zara the Yosef, we are the children of Yosef. The evil eye does not have any. Uh, cannot rule over the children of Yosef, has no effect on the children of Yosef. The Chesim says, Ben Paras Yosef. Yosef is a fruitful, that was the bracha that he got at the end of Bereshus of Yaakov. Yosef was a fruitful child. Ben Paras Aleayin, a fruitful child by the mountain. Don't read it as by the mountain. Above the eye. They're above the eye. Because that's what means Aleayin means they're above the eye. The evil eye cannot have any effect on me. How do we know that Yosef was not affected by the Ayin Hara, uh, but everybody else is, apparently. V'yid Gularov says, V'yid Gularov of Aretz, right? That's the bracha. They have V'yid Gularov of Aretz. They will be fruitful as fish in the middle of the land. Ma'adagam Shavyam, just like fish in the sea. Ma'ayin Mechasmeh, the water covers them over. Ayin shows the Ayin, that evil eye cannot uh, reach them, cannot rule over them because the eye can't see them. Avzar Shal Yosef, the same Yosef as Ayin Shaltetzman. So that's what they answered. The evil eye cannot affect us. So don't worry about hiding. That's the, the drusha. But he told them, go. But the point is, you see, that Yosef had a lot of children. Yosef was the, the people of Yosef, the tribe of Yosef was very many. And that's what we mean by the hachetzio. The, the half on Hagrizim was bigger because of Yosef. Even though Levi was really missing, one of the six tribes on Hagrizim was Levi, but it really, they weren't really on Hagrizim. They were below surrounding the Kohanim and partaking in the brachas. But Yosef was so mult, was so. Uh, um, uh, was, was so vast in terms of number of people. There were so many people of Yosef, therefore that's called the Hachatzio. Now the Gemara just goes back and says, well, wait a minute. In the first opinion, we said that when there were, uh, there were 50 letters of, the, of all the tribes, 25 on one, 25 on the other, according to the first opinion. So, Hani Chamishim Osios, Chamishim is really only 49. Why? Because if you count them, there's only 49. Now, how do you count the 49? Rashi on Amad Aleph, when he listed them, really listed as 50. But Binyamin normally only has one Yud, and Yosef is four letters, so it comes out 49. He was given an extra letter, Shnemar Edus, the testimony be Yosef about Yosef. I put it on him when he went out in Eretz Mitzrayim, and that's when he ruled, when he was the viceroy in Egypt. And he was given an extra letter. So if you count the extra hey and Yosef, comes out 25 letters inclu- uh, on, on that one stone. So you have a total of 50. Maskelor of Nachmar Yitzchak, Kitoldosam Be'inan, the way they were born. Now, even though that opinion on Amanalf who said the 25 and the 25 letters meant Toldosam their birth order, but still, like the second opinion in here that we had on Amad Beis, that Kitoldosam meant the way their father called them, it's still. Toldos means the way they were born or their birth, even though it means their birth order, but it still means the way they were born. They were born, he had the name Yosef. He didn't get the name Yosef till much later on. So, normally, doesn't mean Kolotar Kula, because there's many places where Binyamin is written Malay. Malay means, um, I think when people write their name Binyamin today, they write it with two Yuds. It's not Binyaman, it's like Binyamin, right? But most cases in the Torah, are written with where it's chaser, binyamin, binyamin, like Boaz is written in the in the Rus without a vav, right? It's Bez, Ayin, Zion. So many places it's binyamin. I still can't figure out why 
they, they spell my name with two yuds. Why, why in Israel is a frying with two yuds? Just like Petach Tikvah with two vavs. I, I don't get that, you know. Maybe because they think it's Petach Tikvah, but a frying, you can't mistake with one yud, you can't pronounce it any other way. I don't get it. But anyway, so and throughout the Torah, most of the Torah, it doesn't mean all cases, most of the Torah is written chaser, binyamin is with one yud. Here it's binyamin. So even though Yosef is only four letters, binyamin is six letters. If it's Mali with two yuds, and therefore you come out with 50. Okay, so that's how we deal with the, with the, uh, with the cases of the, the Apho really had, uh, again, we had six names on one, six on the other, and there's a machlokas. Was it the was it birth order, except with the exception of Yudah, or was it uh, Leah's kids on one stone and all the other kids on the other stone? Amr of Chanam, Yosef Now this is a famous Gemara. We had it before back on Yud, but it's slightly different there. Yosef sanctified God's name, Beseser, uh, in secret, meaning nobody else knew. Uh, what took place there with Ashes Potiphar? Hosif He got one name, He got the hey was added on one letter from Hashem's name. Yehuda, Yehuda she Yehuda shekidushem shemaim farhesya. Yehuda was mekadushem shemaim farhesya. Nikra kula shmokrashvachi. He was called his whole name had God's name in it. That Yehuda has Hashem's name. Yudkevavke is all all four letters of Hashem's name are in Yehuda's name. So because he was mekadushem shemaim farhesya, so his whole name had. His whole nikar kula, the whole name of a kodesh baruch is is in his name. Whereas Yosef just got one letter. Now we're going to explain now Yosef's and Yehuda's. We're going to see tomorrow. But Yehuda, we understand always. We understood this with the story of Tamar when he said sot many, and he admitted, you know, that he was the father. He was the one who had lived with, uh, who had slept with uh, with Tamar. That's normally the way we see. It. That's like more back on Yud. It said that's how he's mekadeshem shemaim fresi because he admitted publicly what he had done. But we're going to see on tomorrow's daf. We're going to see that the Gemara here is referring to that not Yehuda himself, but Yehuda's tribe, Nachshon Benimin Adav, who jumped into the water first at the Yamsuf. That was means that that was that is another kiddushem shemaim, not Yehuda himself, but his tribe. Okay, but first we're going to see Yosef. Yosef might have It says, Vayikai Yom there that day. Vayavabai, so Yosef came into the house. Lassus Malachta to do his work. Both Ashes Potiphar and Yosef were both had evil intentions that day. They both had, uh, they were both, uh, had, had thoughts of uh, sexual misconduct that day. One said, no, he came to do his work. He had some work to do in the house. No, it meant to do his needs, meaning he, had, he came in to, have, uh, to uh, sleep with uh, So there was nobody there that day. In the whole palace, Russia. The how a great palace like the house of this uh, Potiphar, Lohayabo Ish. There was nobody there that day. The whole house was empty. It's like the White House was was vacant that day. It was the day of their uh, Avodazara. It was a festival of Avodazara that day, their holiday. They all went to the uh, to church. So she made an excuse. She called in sick. She said, I'm not feeling well, I can't go today. She's sick. Um, uh, Amra, she said, listen, this is, the, this is my best opportunity to seduce Yosef because uh, there's always people around. Today, everybody's in the church. I'll be able to get him. But this was bigger. She grabbed onto his clothes, lay more. You know, Sheikh for men to sleep with me. But Osa Shah at that time, Bosa Diukna Shalavah, 
the image of his father, of uh, Father Yaakov, came to Yosef, like he saw him in the window. Some say he saw himself in the window. He looked like his father, but the part, he saw his father's image in the window. Amalo, and his father said to him, Yosef, and eventually your brothers, all your brothers' names will be written on the stone, two stones of the ephod, like we've described. And you are among them too. You're in Hargrizim too. Would you like us to, uh, to remove your name from there? You'll be called you know, a visitor of, uh, of, uh, of prostitutes. That's what you're going to be called. Is that, is that the legacy that you want to leave? And you won't, you'll, be, you'll be removed from the stones. The one who stays, the one who lives, who shepherds Zonas, meaning the one who associates himself with, with prostitutes, Yevadhon will lose his fortune. Rashi says a beautiful thing here. Yevadhon, take a look at Rashi, a little bit above where we are. Shame Tov Shu He'll lose his good name. Somebody who associates with, uh, with, with bad people. He'll lose his good name, a good name which is more precious than all fortune, than any asset you can have. Shame tovshu yakamikolhon, a beautiful Rashi. But that the, the good name that a person has is more precious than anything, than, than any money, any fortune, anything that a person has. Nothing like a good name. kishto. So when he saw that, so his his um, his desire subsided. kashto. His kashto, meaning his shechvazera, uh, subsided. In its strength, in other words, he didn't emit it the normal way. That is, it, it returned to its strength in its normal fashion, meaning that his that his uh, desire and his uh, it it uh, it abated. And uh, the pasuk goes on, and it's like scattered through his through his hands. What do we mean by that? His arms, so to speak, went, went, uh, became, it went through his arms. What does that mean? He stuck his hands. In other words, in order, he realized that he wanted to prevent himself from committing this terrible adultery. So <clears throat> he stuck his hands into the ground. And the Sheikh went out. In other words, the Sheikh instead of, it, it subsided in, the, in his genitals and it came out through his fingernails. And he put his hands into the ground, and it came out through his ten fingernails of his hands. The pasuk goes on. Again, this is in the brachas of Yaakov. It came from um, uh, it came from the mighty one of Yaakov. In other words, what's the drasha? What what caused him? That his name should be engraved on the stones of Ephod, Ella Avri Yaakov, the great one of Yaakov, meaning Hashem. Misham Roa Evan Yisrael. From there, the shepherd, Evan Yisrael, the stone of Israel. So we can speak, that's like on the stone, also the stone we could refer to the Avne Ephod. Misham Roa Evan Yisrael. Misham Zacha, from there, the Drosha, Misham Zacha, Manasa Roa. From there, he was made to be a shepherd like Hashem Shinemar. Roa Yisrael, Hazina, pay attention, right? Listen, hearken. Noe Katson Yosef. The Noe Katson Yosef, like. He will be a leader, uh, lead, leading the flocks of Israel like Yosef. So the point was that this, this, uh, when the when the image of his father appeared there, that caused him to subside. But the he he forced his hands into the ground like he he forced himself, and through his strength, the shechvazerim somehow came out between his uh, between his uh, finger came out in his fingernails into the ground. But because of that, Tanya Yosef, let's Yosef was we called Yosef at Sadik. He was fit. 
that 12, the 12 tribes should have come from him. As we know, he only had two children, Ephraim and Menashe, but he only had two children, not 12. But he was fit. He could have had 12 tribes like Kedosh, Yosem, Yaakov, just like his father. Shnemer, Eila told us Yaakov, Yosef, Menshem, right? says, if you read it, Eila told us Yaakov, Yosef, Yosef was like, could have been like his father, having 12 tribes. Ella, because of the Shechwazer that came out between his 10, from his 10 fingernails with the story of Potiphar, Amnami didn't commit adultery, but the Sheikh Wazir that came out caused him to lose the additional ten children that he could have had. The Alpha Pekain, even so, Yasmi bin Yaman But even so, these ten kids that he could have had came from Binyamin his brother. But Kul Nikra Shmon, they were all called based on on on, Yos, on Yosef's name. What does it mean by that? Binyamin had ten ch- children, and he called them all names that, uh, like names that uh, of uh, metaphors or names that described Yosef. Shnemar ubedei Binyamin. Who were the children of Binyamin? Belo bechor v'ashbel. The pasuk goes on and describes that. Right, describes his his children, and now he explains how each one of his children really was based on Yosef. Bela shenivla benumus. He was swallowed up among the among the among the nations. That was Yosef who was swallowed up. Right, taken into captivity. Ubecher bechor He was a bechor for his mother. Of course, he was the firstborn. His mother only had two kids, uh, Yosef and Miyam, and he was the first. Of Ashbel Sheshavukel, Hashem put him into captivity. Geira Shegar Bachsanas. He lived. He lived among again among the uh, tribe among among uh, uh, a strange land. Bachsanios writes about Eretz Nachria. He lived in a strange land. Lived in Mitzrayim. Vinaman Shenam Bioser. He was very pleasant. Achi Varosh. Achi, who is my brother, Varoshu. He is my brother, and he's also my. My chief, my my leader. Again, Binyamin is talking about named his sons based on Yosef. He's my brother and he's also my leader. Mupim Bachupim. Rashi tells us what Mupim is, right? The Gemara doesn't really say Mupim is Rashi that that his face, his mouth was like Yaakov Avinu Bahalochas. In other words, Mupim that he was his mouth was like like the mouth of Yaakov, their father, who had learned from the Yeshiva of Eva Aver, and as he was full of Torah. Vachupim, He didn't see my Wedding, Vanilla Rossi Bukhosa, and I didn't see his wedding, right? We weren't together. The Ard, Shiar Leben Umosom, he went among Yorad, he went down to the Umosulam, he went to Mitzrayim. Some say, Vard, Shapon of Domelavard, it was like, his face was like a rose. All the names of Binyamin's kids were based on Yosef, they were alluding to Yosef. When Paro said to Yosef, when Paro appointed Yosef to be viceroy, he said, Without you, nobody can lift their hand as you're in charge of all Mitzrayim. His astrologer said to him, as slave who his master bought for $20, you're going to make him rule over us? You're going to put the slave on top of everybody? This, this little Jew? No, I see characteristics of royalty in him. Rashi says, what are they? He is wise and he's strong and he's beautiful. I see, I see majesty in him. So let's see if he knows 70 languages. You know, 70, if he's such a smart guy and so fit to be royalty, does he know the 70 languages like you do? Gabriel came, Gabriel Mach came and taught Yosef the 70 languages. He wasn't able to learn it. It was very hard to learn the 70 languages. That's when he added on the hey to his name, one, one letter from God's name. And then he was able to to know all 70 languages. Shinemar Adis Behosef, what they is about Yosef, 
testimony, I put him on top of Eretz a language I didn't know, I heard, and that he was able to learn the seven languages, not because he had Hashem's name in him. And the next day, any language that Paro threw at him, he spoke to him in French, and Russian, whatever language he spoke, he was able to respond, so he knew all seven languages. Then Yosef, so to speak, in Hebrew to him, Lashon HaKodesh, Paro didn't know that, Mayava, he didn't know what he was talking uh, he didn't know what, what Yosef was saying. So he said, so, Yo, so Paro said, teach me, teach me that, teach me that language. I, I don't know, I don't know Lashon HaKodesh, teach me that language. You lost, lost the internet here, I think. Yeah. I think we had internet problems here too. Uh, so he said, so Paro said to him, Teach me the seven. Teach me uh, the. Uh, teach me lashon hakodesh. Gomer. He wasn't able to learn it. He wasn't able to learn it. Again, I think we're still, we still have problems with the internet. Let's see. So he wasn't able to. Amalei swear to me, Glomiga. So Paro said to him, swear to me that you won't tell anybody. That I don't know this language because it looked like a fool if he doesn't know the language. Ishtabale swore to him. Kiyomale, uh, when he told him, Avi Ishbiani Lamor, when he told me uh, later on when, when Yosef wanted to go bury Yaakov in Eretz Israel, he said, My father made me swear that I'll take him up there. Omale Zil, Zil Lishnos, go, go, Bishoel, go, go remove, you rescind your shvur, go and get Hatar Sadarim so that you don't have to go up to bury your father. Should I also be sure on your netter that I made a netter to you that I won't reveal that you don't know Hebrew? Even though Paro wasn't happy about it, he told him, Go bury your father, like he made you swear. Yehuda Mahi will pick up from there tomorrow, and we'll finish this up. And if we lost the last few lines because of the internet here, we'll pick up from there again as well.